With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The Volume. The Draymond Green Show is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. You get payouts in as fast as two hours. There's so many bet types. My favorite same-game parlay bets. There's live betting, player props, futures. If you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. To get started now, sign up. Please use the promo code Colin. C-O-L-I-N. FanDuel Sportsbook makes it easy. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Draymond Green Show. Uh, we obviously have a lot to talk about tonight. Um, the big Celtics-Bucks game from earlier today with the Celtics tying the series up 2-2 two two on the road, not going down on 3-1. Because unless you are the Golden State Warriors, you hold on to that lead. And that's the pass, by the way. We're up 3-1 right now, and that ain't never happening again. But that is the pass, and, you know, you either embrace it or you let it haunt you. I embrace it. It is what it is. And so, uh, as I was saying, the Celtics tied the series up. So we will be talking a little bit about that game, as I have not had an opportunity to see that entire game because obviously we were preparing to play for tonight. Um, but before that, uh, what I would love to take a moment, maybe a little longer than a moment, and talk about a brother of mine, um, my college teammate, my college roommate for two and a half years, um, Adrian Payne, uh, dear, dear friend. Um, we, we suffered a tragic loss um, early this morning. And I woke up today to my mom crying, um, calling me. My mom never calls me that early, so it's a little weird. Um, I never really hear the phone when I'm asleep, so it's also a little weird that I actually heard the phone vibrating. Um, and I saw it was my mom, so I picked up. And I had about an hour left of sleep time before my alarm went off for shoot around. And I received the news that Adrian had been shot and killed. For anyone that 
the new Adrian you know or you knew Adrian was harmless. Uh, he was an incredible person. Uh, he cared about people more than he cared about himself. Um, I mean, and, and when I say harmless, he lost his life going to help someone. Uh, Adrian arrived to help a friend in a domestic that was dealing with a domestic dispute or, and when Adrian, Adrian arrived to help, he was tragically shot. And the big brother in me want, would love to call Adrian right now and curse him out and say, Hey man, like, you know, I know you want to help but maybe send someone to, to help. Maybe call the cops to help, um, as that is their duty, as they are trained for that. And wishful thinking, I would love to call and say that to him. Unfortunately, um, I'll never have that opportunity. Adrian, Adrian was such a joy to be around. Uh, I'm always great energy. Um, funny. Hilarious. We all call him big player. Every time he see, someone, see us or see someone, what's up, player, player? What's up, player? Call everybody. These my little players. And we all call him big player. And Adrian, to give you a little backstory on Adrian, you know, I, I talked to Coach DJ this morning, Coach Dwayne Stevens, and he was kind of telling me exactly what happened. And the first thing I said to him is, who's going to plan his funeral? Adrian lost his mom at 13 years old. She died in his arms. He couldn't find her in Heller. And at 13 years old, she passed away right in his arms. Imagine living with the weight on your heart, the burden, the thought of, if only I could have found that inhaler, I could have saved her life. Is that true? We don't know. We'll never know. But what is true is I know Adrian lived with that burden for the rest of his life, which was tragically cut short 18 years later at the age of 31. Adrian was, then went on to be raised by his grandmother who passed away going into my senior year of college. which would be going into Adrian's sophomore year of college. And so I asked the question, who's going to plan his funeral? Because that is a legit worry. That is a legit concern. 
Adrian has a son that is three or four years old named Amari. Adrian recently just had another kid. And from my understanding, well, actually, what I do know for certain is that Adrian was an incredible father. His son recently, within the last eight or nine months, had brain surgery. And AP was right by his side the moment he could be. His, his son, who he loved dearly, who looks just like him, now has to grow up without a father. Preparing myself to play for a game today was one of the hardest things I've had to do it in that I can think of in my recent memory. Ultimately, I found it within to try to bring some energy to the game, to try to help my team win. Because unfortunately, in the world that we live in, life just continues to go on. And I had a moment in my seat um, at my locker this morning and Coach Kerr said to me, you can go home. Nobody's expecting you to be here. And it's like, nah, Coach, I have, I, we, I got a game to prepare for. Like, we, and that's just the reality. Like, life just continues to go on. Unfortunately, life has to continue to go on without AP for his children for his father, for his brothers, for his blood brothers, for his Spartan brothers, for his Spartan family. It has to continue to go on without him. And my hope and my prayer is that his son ultimately knows how much he loved him, how much he cared for him, how he would have given anything for him, his children. Um, Absolutely loved children. There was a national story some years back when Adrian was still at Michigan State about a little girl named Lacey that had a terminal disease. I remember the first day, I was still on the team the first day we went to the children's hospital and AP met Lacey. We were kind of going from room to room and AP stayed in the one room with her the whole time. And he left that hospital that day with a new friend, with 
a new sister. with someone that he would spend countless numbers of hours with for the rest of her short life. He had her at games. He went to birthday parties. He did whatever he could to show her that she had a friend in him. That's who Adrian Payne was. So when I say I want love to call and curse him out, the reality is, is it makes total sense that he lost his life going to help someone else. Because that's exactly how AP would have it. If you told AP, you're going to die. Here are the ways in which you will die. And if that was one of the options, that would be the one he would pick. Because that's who Adrian Payne was. I can go on and on and on about stories I have with him, about memories. I can sit here and talk for hours about him. Spent a ton of time together. As I announced in my press conference tonight, Hazel, and myself will donate $100,000. And, and, and it's just so fresh. Like, I don't know exactly what this is going to look like. I don't know exactly what it's going to be. But as I said in my press conference earlier, after the game, I am calling on my Spartan family to step up in AP's honor. Coach Dizzo, Matt Ishbia, Magic Johnson, Gary Harris, Denzel Valentine, Xavier Tillman, Jaron Jackson, third, Brent Forbes. And all of those that I left off. Um, and this is not just Spartan basketball family. Um, everyone who AP touched in the Spartan family. Um, maybe it'll consist of a couple different things. Maybe we'll start a GoFundMe or something to, for Adrian's children. But what I want to do is, where my $100,000 will go, mine and Hazel, is I hope to start something for those that don't know how to reach this side, there will be a GoFundMe for you if you want to contribute for Adrian's kids. But what I want to do is, <clears throat> those that I called on, is I want to put something together. And we, I have the honor of having, when you walk in, to Michigan State's gym, practice gym, auxiliary gym. I have the honor of having a huge weight room right on the side of the court named Draymond Green Strength and Conditioning Facility. It came with my donation to the school. And what I want to do is, with the guys that I've called upon, I want to put something together 
in honor of Adrian. So when his son, who we will always have back at Michigan State, because this is a family, when his son walk in that gym or walk on that campus, I'm not sure what it'll be at, that he see something named after Adrian Payne. with a big, huge picture of Adrian Payne and Michigan State green and white. And he can look up and say, that's my dad. And as he grow older, and as all of his children grow older, I keep saying he because that's the one I've had the opportunity to meet. Zamar. As they grow older, they can walk in there and they can be proud and know that their dad left a legacy. And he will never be forgotten. It brings me great joy when I take my family back and they see my picture on the wall and they see the accolades and they see the Draymond Green strength and conditioning. So it brings me great joy. And I hope, my hope and prayer is that forever, when we get this done, that his children will walk in and that will bring them great joy. So as I said, I can go on and on, but that is my hope, that is my prayer, that is my call to action, if you will, uh, my fellow Spartan family. Life, life is short. Enjoy those that you love. Embrace them. Get mad, get over it. Life is too short. I urge those who are in domestic violence situations to get help. Because a lot of times they end with someone that's in a dispute, life being taken. This time it ended with someone that's trying to help life being taken. And unfortunately, those situations, they end like that all too often. And so I urge anyone who's in a domestic relationship, um, who's dealt with it to get help, um, to call on help. If you know your friend is in a domestic relationship and they don't have it within themselves to get help because they think it's going to get better, I urge you to reach out to someone and get them help. Uh, if your friend is in a domestic relationship, I urge you to call the cops to send them and not take it upon ourselves. Because the reality is we can take it upon ourselves and Adrian could have ended up protecting himself if, if he was armed or... And then he's in a situation that he shouldn't have been in and losing his life a different way. And so I urge those that have any knowledge of any domestic situation to encourage your friend, family, whoever it may be, to get help. And if you see that they're not willing to get help, you try to help them get help. Because we see far too many lives taken away involving a domestic dispute. So that is my call to everyone who hears this. Um, I ask for those that do hear this to share this with those that don't because we see it far too often. Rest in peace, Adrian. I love you, brother. You were incredible. You beat the odds. 
beat the odds, my man. You made it out of Dayton, Ohio, when they said you wouldn't make it past elementary school because of your learning disability. Not only did you make it past elementary, not only did you make it past middle school, not only did you make it past high school, not only did you make it to college, you graduated from college when they said you couldn't. When they said you'd never play basketball at a high level because you couldn't run and shoot the ball at the same time. You couldn't run and chew gum at the same time when you first started. You beat the Ahats and you made it to the NBA. It's what we all dream about when we play this game. You actually did it. To my brother, I love you. Until we meet again, you got my word. I will always look out after your loved ones, your children, and help in any way I can. I love you, my brother. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Now, moving forward to the Warriors-Grizzly game, as I had to do with my day, I will now move forward in the podcast. Um, for those of you who always know my energy on the podcast, I truly apologize that I just don't have that today. But I will give you what I have. And Warriors Grizzlies, no jaw. Um, that is a team that was 20 and 5 in the regular season without jaw. They showed that tonight. Uh, we, we got away with one that we probably shouldn't have won. Um, but we are battle tested. We, we do have championship pedigree. And we, we understand that, hey, we started the game 0 for 16, 0 for 15 from three. And couldn't buy a basket. I mean, the score was 41 to 38 at halftime, a la the 2004 Detroit Pistons beating the Los Angeles Lakers in the finals. Very, very, very low-scoring game, which none of us are used to in today's NBA. But no jaw in... Insert Steven Adams into the lineup. 
I was a little shocked that they decided to go to Steven Adams in large part due to he hadn't played. I think he played the first game and maybe the first few minutes of the second game in their first round series, which went six games. And hadn't really played since until the the garbage time minutes in, in our last game, which was a blowout. And so I was really shocked that they inserted him into the starting lineup. In true Steven Adams fashion, a professional as he is and has always been, he comes out and he has a very good game. Rebounded the ball really well. Scored the ball when he had opportunities. Bought a physical presence for them uh, that we hadn't really seen. Uh, because Steven just brings a different type of dominance to a basketball game. And so I thought that was, uh, that was a po- insert in Steven Adams. It, it turned out to be a positive for them. I thought there were ways that we could have taken advantage of Steven Adams being in the lineup with just our style of play and the lineups that we were playing, but we just didn't have it going offensively. We didn't have a rhythm. Uh, a lot of turnovers in the first half again, which has kind of been a story in this series. Um, you know, last game, we scored 142 points. I think we had 16 or 17 turnovers. But 14 of those came in the first half. We were leading by seven after game three. Uh, at halftime of game three, I'm sorry. And we came out that third quarter, and we had one of those Warriors th- third quarters that a lot of people that watch Warriors basketball over the last – seven years or so, has gotten accustomed to. And we were able to blow the game open and hold on to that lead, not only hold on to it, but push it up. And, you know, one of the, one thing that I thought was beautiful in that game three was we were up 20 points. John Morant, I know what the conversation was when they huddled up. We've been here before. We know what it takes. Let's go out here and... Let's get back in this game and win the game. And John Morant came out playing like that. They were up 20 points. Josh started to go on his rampage and scoring every play. And I think he looked up like, wow, I'm starting to go crazy. He had a couple of those jaw layups that only Ja makes. And he looked up and they were down 25. And that was big for us because that was to show them this isn't the Minnesota Timberwolves. You're not, you're no longer playing that team. This is the Golden State Warriors. This is championship level basketball. This is how we do it. And it was, it was beautiful to see. We went on to score 142 points and win the game. Far cry from the 101 points that we scored tonight. But it's funny because I told Jordan Poole, Jordan Poole asked me right after that game, he said, no, they're going to quit now. I said, no, no. It's zero to zero when game four started on Monday. He said, okay, all right, I got you. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. Um, I want to send my well wishes to John Morant. Um, you know, you never want to see a guy get hurt. 
I totally disagree with the whole notion of Jordan hurt his knee, as I saw on several different plays, even on the film, him grabbing at his knee long before that play. I also saw on that play him and Jordan bump knees. But in saying that, like I said in my press conference that day, I'm not going to go tit for tat on what happened or whatnot. I wish him well. I wish him a speedy recovery. Uh, you never want to see anyone get hurt, especially a young superstar talent like that. And so, most importantly, just want to wish John speedy recovery. Let's talk a little bit about game four. And I prob- again, I apologize for my lack of energy. It's been a very emotionally taxing day for me. Jaron Jackson was having an absolutely incredible game. We couldn't get a stop. Otto couldn't get a stop. Clay couldn't get a stop. I couldn't get a stop. None of us could get a stop on Jaron Jackson in the second half. Down the stretch, they went to him. He drove left across the middle of the paint. He misses. Steph Curry gets the rebound. Knock two free throws down. We go up 98 to 95. We get another stop. They go back to Jaron for the three. I get a block. And... For the lip readers out there, I simply said, don't, don't do that for game. Don't, he's having a great game, but don't go at me for game. I don't like that. It's disrespectful. You know, and the reality is, somebody go at you for game sometimes and they go the opposite way. I take it all the way back to Andre Miller game and me in the playoffs my rookie year but I don't like that. Don't go at me for game. And they did. And I understand. Jaron had it going. No jaw. Uh, Dylan Brooks was having a, a pretty rough night. They go to their guy. I totally get it. Incredible, incredible performance by Jaron. He's been incredible all series, actually. Um, but I, I had to do what I'm paid to do. And that's come up with big-time stops and big-time moments. And shout-out to our guards, Steph, Clay, Wiggs, um, Jordan, Damian Lee. Everybody who's stepped on the floor has been rebounding the basketball. And that's been critical, especially with the lineups that we play. Otto doing an incredible job rebounding. Looney comes in and doing an incredible job rebounding. And that is a huge key to us being ahead 3-1 in this series because, as I said at the beginning of the series, the the game starts for them on a missed shot by them or us. Offensive rebounds, they led the league in offensive rebounding. They play big, they crash the glass. And so rebounding has been huge for us in this series, and it's a large part due, and it's in large part of the reason we're up 3-1. I'm not exactly certain, but I think we've out-rebounded them in all four games. That's correct. And that is huge because that's supposed to be our weakness. That's supposed to be how they're supposed to take advantage of our small lineups. And for us to rebound that way, you have to give a lot of credit uh, to all the guys on the floor taking on that challenge, boxing out. A huge part of that is keeping your man in front of you so you are in rebounding position. And so that's been a huge key in this series, and it's been absolutely great. Steph Curry, with all the slander 
all of this, all of that. Steph Curry showed you once again, uh, for those that love to talk and blah, 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 four headlines, why he's Steph Curry, the way he took over that fourth quarter, in particular the last six minutes of that fourth quarter. Showed you why he's Steph Curry. Showed you why he's the only unanimous MVP in in NBA history. He showed you why he's a three-time champion. He showed you why the babyface assassin became Steph Curry as you know him today. Huge, huge, huge effort by Steph on the offensive end, especially on a pretty horrendous offensive night for us. But you put the ball in your guy's hands, that's going to make the plays for you, and you trust him to make the plays. Mike Brown did that. He didn't go away from that. And eventually Steph did what Steph does. He took over the game down the stretch. He got us every big bucket that we needed. And we were able to pull out that game. Also, huge, huge thing that Steph has been doing this series is taking Desmond Bain out. Desmond Bain is a huge key to their offense. And Steph has done an incredible job of taking him out of the series. Now We have one more win to get. It's not over. But Steph's focus on a defensive end for a non-defender. I mean, he's been so locked in. Like, even when he leaves the floor, he, he, go, he points to, he calls whoever on our team he then wants to come bang. Clay, you go there. And that's his trust in Clay. You know, it's, it's, we've been together now, those two for 11 years, myself, 10. That's his trust in Clay. Like, no, I'm not trusting anyone else. I'm going to trust Clay. You go, you go guard. And that's been huge, and it's been beautiful to see for me on how he's taken on that challenge. And, and, and made it tough for Bain to get loose, uh, which is another huge reason we're sitting here up three to one, headed back to Memphis tomorrow to try to close out this series on Wednesday. That's been absolutely, incredibly important. And I hope that he will get the credit for that. I hope that people can look past you know, of course, what everyone's going to talk about, oh, Steph got it going offensively, but no one's going to talk about his defensive effort in taking Desmond Bain out of the series, and that's been huge. So shout out to Steph. We need it for one more night, my brother. We need it for one more night. Close this thing out, get back to the conference finals. It's been a long, long year, an eventful one. Um, congratulations to Mike Brown on getting the head coach of of the Sacramento Kings. I think the Sacramento Kings is on a 17-year playoff drop, 16, 17-year playoff drop. I have no doubt in my mind that Mike is going to take his championship pedigree, his incredible, especially defensive mind, incredible basketball mind with an incredible staff to Sacramento with him. And I think It won't be long before that streak is broken. And I'm looking forward to Mike. Mike is what now? 13-0 in the playoffs as the Dubs head coach. 
record stays unblemished. I also send um, love, well wishes, and a speedy recovery to Coach Kerr, to Rick Celebrini, to Carl Bergstrom, and recovering from COVID. Uh, just another one of the things that we're hit with. So on top of uh, me dealing with what I've been dealing with and emotion that I've been dealing with today in the loss of Adrian, we then walk into the arena to only find out that our head coach just tested positive for COVID right before the game. And so it's been a very eventful, emotional day nonetheless, but the Dubs pulled it out. The Dubs are up three to one, headed back to Memphis. And you don't squander opportunities. You take advantage of opportunities. So we are going to give all that we have to close this thing out in five. And I believe in my heart, if we go in locked in, play Warriors basketball from the beginning, that we'll do that. That's the plan. On to the Celtics-Bucks series, which is tied to the two. Uh, the Celtics took that win in Milwaukee today, 116-108. to Y'all see Jackson. Y'all probably don't see Jackson, but Jackson's doing his little dance, as you know. For our listeners who we love, we appreciate. You know Jackson's a big-time Celtics fan, and so he's excited. Behind 30 points from both Al Horford and Jason Tatum. JT, I love you, my brother. That's my little brother, as y'all know. We've built a relationship, but I don't want to talk about you, JT. You're supposed to get 30. Al, I don't know if it's a Boston thing if, like, Al just bleeds green. Al may bleed green, because what y'all don't know is Al is from Grand Ledge, which is right next to East Lansing. Al probably should have been a Michigan State Spartan as opposed to a Florida Gator. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say Al does bleed green, and that is why he thrived in the Celtics green. Al Horford is playing incredible basketball. He's knocking down the shot. He's doing a great job on Giannis. He is a, a, their veteran leader, as you can see how everyone responds to anything that he says, his presence. I mean, Al has been absolutely incredible. I'm not sure what Al's contract situation is, but Al looking like he got another four or five years of bump left in those legs. And, and it's, it's been incredible to watch. Um, what Al has done for that series is what, what you can see in watching this game. And, and JT ended up with 30 tonight. But what you can see is Milwaukee is saying, Jalen Brown won't beat us and Jason Tatum won't beat us. And Al Horford said, okay, well, I will. And it's been absolutely beautiful to watch too. For Al Horford to be sent to Oklahoma City, a lot like Chris Paul, um, a, a lot like Chris Paul, to essentially die on his lay on his deathbed, and that's no disrespect to Oklahoma City, Thunder, as an organization, but where they are in their rebuild, you take on a contract that's considered a bad contract. That guy is pretty much being sent there to be left for dead. Chris Paul then goes to Oklahoma City, not only does he show that he has a lot left in the tank and eventually is moved to, to Phoenix, but he, he carried that team 
that was looking to tank to the playoffs. And Al Horford, who didn't play a ton in OKC, worked with the team, said he's, you know, professional as Al Horford is, stayed in shape. And it's, as I've said before, when the Boston Celtics made that trade, I actually talked to JT. I'm like, yo, what are y'all doing? Like, I feel like y'all need a point guard. Like, why are y'all bringing Al Horford back? Clearly, Brad knew something we didn't know. And Al is playing absolutely incredible basketball. He has been the key to this series and really throughout the playoffs for them. I mean, the, at the, the, the basketball that he's playing. I think we're starting to see some of the Milwaukee Bucks missing Chris Middleton. Wesley Matthews has been incredible. He's playing great defense. He's knocking shots down. But you can't replace Chris Middleton and, his, and what he brings to that offense, his big shot making in the fourth quarter. Um, the Boston Celtics defense also having to account for him. You can't replace that. And I think we're starting to see some of that impact. And although, although Drew has been more aggressive and Giannis is doing what Giannis does, you're just starting to see Chris Middleton and the gap that he leaves by not being there. And now Boston is headed back home, two to two. They took home court advantage back. I'm excited to see this game five. This is a pivotal game. Game five, you know, it, they, there's some stat that says whoever wins game five in the 2-2 series goes on to win the series 80-something percent of the time. So this is a huge game. Boston can't let this one get away and then have to win two in a row and, and starting that with going back to Milwaukee. So I'm excited to see what's going to happen with this game. Five, this game five for them, obviously excited for what's going to happen with our game five. But I think that's going to be an incredibly good game. And we'll see. May the best team win. I am taking the... Celtics, game five, hold it down in the garden, taking the seeds. I would say we might have a problem if you picked otherwise. Jackson's going to cut the podcast off if I were to pick. <laughs> so no disrespect to Milwaukee fans, but I like doing the podcast. I enjoy it, so I hope you understand. And the Mavericks and 76ers both tie up their series two to two. We'll hit those real quick and we'll get out of here. I'm going to go lay my head on Hazel's shoulder. Maybe drop a few tears, a few more, uh, but just try to move forward. But before we get out of here, the Dallas Mavericks, Dorian Finney-Smith had a huge game. There was one play in particular that I want to highlight. Luka caught the ball on the left wing, had an open shot. The guy rotated off Finney-Smith. Luka kicked it to the corner to Finney-Smith. One-point game at the time, if I'm not mistaken. Finney-Smith drains the three. Dorian Finney-Smith, I've spoke about his extension on this podcast. The player that he has become is absolutely amazing. It's no shocker to me that he had the three-point shooting game tonight uh, because he has worked and worked and worked, and he's become a shooter. And it's absolutely incredible to see. Um, Maxi Kleber is shooting 24 from 49 from three. 
49 point something percent. Dorian Finney-Smith is shooting 44% from three. And Reggie Bullock is shooting 41% from three. And there's your reason of why that series is tied up two to two. The other guys are doing what they're supposed to do now. Something to watch for. Can those guys hit those same shots in Phoenix? Role players always play better at home. That is what you, if you haven't noticed, pay attention. That's what happens historically in the NBA. But those shots are very, very, very vital. And what, what the Mavericks cannot afford is to have another 39-point Luka night. 10, 7, 4, 11. They need other guys to have a great game. So that's something to watch for. And then the 76ers. This series looked totally different since the big fella came back, which you'd expect. But they have, I mean, they've pretty much dominated the last two games. Like at no point in those last two games that I think like, oh, Miami's about to win this game. Joel has changed everything from Miami's defense and trying to stop him. And and Miami's offense and trying to score with him there. I mean, he's been incredible on both sides of the floor. James Harden, we, we saw some of the James Harden that we're, you, we're, we've been accustomed, grown accustomed to seeing over the years. In that fourth quarter, I think he had four threes, and he hit some daggers. And it looked like old James Harden. That's something to watch as this series moves forward. Because with the way Miami's guarding Joel, they're pretty much saying James is going to have to beat us. And so that's something to watch. Uh, can, can we, will we continue, continue to see the same James Harden that we've seen for years? Or will Miami be able to get James Harden back at bay in the 17-point average that he had prior to last night's game in the series? That is something to watch. I also think Jimmy Butler has had incredible games, especially the last two games. Bam Adebayo had a really good game last game. And Tyler Hero played better in game four. And with all of those guys playing better and to still walk off losing by eight or whatever they lost by, that's a worry. That's a big worry. So looking forward to game five. Game five in Miami, I am going to take... I'm taking Miami. Game five in Miami, I got the Miami Heat winning that game. We'll see how it goes. Pivotal game five. That's it. That's a wrap from the Draymond Green show. Again, I apologize for my lack of energy. Um, Been a brutal day. Rest in peace, Adrian Payne. Again, I love you, my brother. Until next time, that's a wrap. Peace.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. 